Good morning. This is Community Pulse, your local report on the coronavirus pandemic in mid-Missouri. You can catch Community Pulse Mondays and Wednesdays at 9 a.m. on KOPN, and all episodes can be found online at KOPN.org and on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Today on the show, we have a recorded program with host Ginny Chadwick about grassroots organizing around vaccine access. But of course, Ginny also joins us by phone this morning. Good morning, Ginny. How are you doing? Super excited to get this exclusive interview with this group of women who media has asked multiple times to talk with. So thanks, Mallory. Yes. We'll play that in just a second. I am joined today with three members of a Facebook group, Central Missouri COVID-19 Vaccine Information. And we had very early on Mira Greenway that came on the show and talked about the group when it first got started. And, you know, I think the inception was a place for community members to find information about where vaccines were within the state. And so if we can take a moment and you guys can just each introduce yourself, maybe Amy, um, Jen, and Jill, and, and tell us how did you find this group and what interested you in engaging in the group? So starting with Amy. Um. So I actually live in the St. Charles area, mm-hmm. but um, I've known Amy G for probably almost a year from a different Facebook group. And she was an admin with me on that group. And so I've known her for a while. And to be honest, I don't know how I got invited, <laughs> but I was kind of on my own. I was kind of on my own helping people, elderly people I knew in my community find appointments. And um, I don't know if Amy, Amy G was aware of that maybe, and she knew that I was kind of trying to help people. And I had started commenting on um, people's, other people's comments on Facebook when I noticed they were struggling and feeling, you know, really frustrated with not being able to find a shot. So I kept kind of just doing my own little thing. And then one day I was added to this chat group and, and here we are. And, you know, the title of the Facebook group is Central Missouri COVID-19 Vaccine Information. But as you're pointing out, Amy, we are, the the group has become so much more than just a Central Missouri hub for vaccine information. So, Jen, how did you find your way to this group? Um, Well, I'm a little bit of a Facebook junkie, so I'm not sure who invited me or how I got added to the group. But kind of like Amy was saying, I had found um, some vaccines for my dad and my great aunt in Arizona and then um, helped some friends find them in Columbia and just kind of taken it upon myself. I'm kind of one of those people who like loves to find that secret deal on the internet and stuff like that. I'm a little competitive and I like to win. And so finding appointments, I had to find my dad appointment in Arizona and I had to learn the whole system out there and I managed to find him one and it was like total victory. (laughs) So I think there's just part of me that I like helping other people and I'm, you know, just a little bit frustrated with where things are in Missouri with people not being able to find shots. So if I can do a little piece you know, help solve a little bit of the puzzle to help some folks get some vaccines. I guess that's just, you know, I find it really re- rewarding to be able to help people a little bit. 
And, you know, the listeners have heard me say before, I find that hunting for vaccines is kind of like the True False Film Festival, which is a, a an international documentary film festival here in town. And when ticket sales go online, you're scurrying to get all the movies you want at just the right times. And when vaccine availability started coming online, I, you know, I related it to trying to get on at that very moment that the tickets go on sale and and get the exact movies that you wanted lined up. So I, I think, Jen, I feel that competitive nature and and the fun of the hunt of getting the right vaccine for people. And, you know, for our listeners to disclose, you know, I I am a part of this Central Missouri COVID-19 vaccine group and, and this group of women who have come together and we kind of joke that we're a group of garage volunteers um, because people have really started asking us what company is paying us, which I find humorous. So Jill, can you um, introduce yourself as well? Yeah, sure. Hi, I'm Jill. I live in St. Louis County, um, so I'm not in central Missouri either. And Amy G actually found me on Twitter um, because I had started tweeting at strangers um, trying to help them find vaccines after I got my family sort of squared away. Um, I just, you know, the system is so convoluted. And I felt like once I sort of figured out how it worked, I didn't want other people to have to figure it out from the ground up either. Okay, so figuring it out and how it works, you know, tonight, we got a post on the Facebook page asking if you know, somebody who's interested in starting a group in Kansas City, and how do we make how do we make it happen? And so, Amy, maybe if you can start with what are the first things that you do? And I don't know when our day starts or ends, but what does the process look like in identifying where the vaccines are? So <clears throat> there are lots of tools you can use and Honestly, I feel like because we have kind of a group now of people that are working together, and I feel like we each have kind of our own little um, niche, you know, market that we kind of study. And, you know, I'm in St. Charles County, and I kind of watch for things out here because I know the geography. And I feel like Jill does a lot more of the St. Louis County, you know, and the rest of you are all more knowledgeable with Central Missouri and so it's been really nice because we can all kind of watch what the different websites. So there's Vaccine Spotter that I watch, and I'm sure everyone else watches that as well. But also just the retailer websites. Some of them don't aren't on Vaccine Spotter. So, um, you know, we kind of watch those. But I don't know. I feel like it would be really hard to do this by myself. It's been so nice to have a bunch of people working together because we're all kind of watching our own thing. And we let each other know what's going on, you know, what on the websites we're watching. And, you know, I don't know at what point in this process that I came across this amazing document that was the St. Louis face document and then was renamed now the Mo COVID-19 vaccination site information. And we will make sure to one, share this document on our KOPN Facebook page and um, also 
put it as a link in the show notes, but how did this document come to be in your guys's understanding? Jill, did you so, make that? Yeah, <laughs> I did. Um, and I, it is an amazing piece of work, Jill. So, wow. So I started, I, I don't even know how or why I started it. I think I sort of, I fell into the St. Louis vaccine searching group, which is, I guess, as of today, up to like 37,000 people in this Facebook group. And when I joined a few months ago, it was, you know, like a, a thousand or two people. And so it's hard to track what's going on on in a Facebook sort of situation because you're constantly refreshing. People will post the same things three times in a row, or then there will be a lag and something might get mixed. So I wanted to try and organize what was going on so I could easily share that with other people who were looking for sort of a jumping off point. And now I, now I try to keep it updated every day with what I can find that's available, where it is, um, and how to sign up. And for the listeners, so to explain, you put it in order by date? Yeah, so I it sort of evolved over time. So I have, you know, the, the mass vaccination schedule by date, and that can be something that's put on by the state or something that's put on by a local clinic um, or a county puts on an event, and I try and put those in date order. I've got um, also information about different places to pre-register or to look, especially in St. Louis, um, since that's where I'm based and most familiar with. So as I found uh, clinics and things that people could call or sign up and what their different rules were. So there's a clinic in St. Louis that you have to live in a certain zip code. And if you live in one of those zip codes and you're over 65, they'll get you in pretty much right away. Um, so trying to list that information so people know where the best place for them to go is. And then I try and keep sort of like a news-ish section at the top with like, this is what I'm looking at today. This is, you know, if something big comes up, I can kind of put that right at the top so people can see it. And I, I think that just highlighting the, you know, some places only vaccinate people based on a certain criteria brings up how just confusing the system can be. I know it's confusing for us even sometimes as we're looking at, can we register this person here? So as you look at what's coming up for say tomorrow or, or um, the next day. So, you know, we are recording this show at night for the listeners. Um, it's about 1030 at night and we are all coming together um, at a certain time because this is when our vac the vaccines come online. And we'll talk a little bit about, more about that. But um, so as listeners are hearing this um, Wednesday morning, what are some of the mass vaccination events or things that they could be looking for happening that day? Yeah, so Wednesday, it looks like we've got just one mass event for the state in Salisbury. Um, and so I try and keep, I try and, make a note of the event number in the Missouri Navigator 
scheduling system because I found that events tend to pop on, pop off. Sometimes you can get in and look at the schedule and what appointments are available. Sometimes it doesn't populate. Um, so I've had good luck telling people, you know, call the hotline, give them the event number and your patient number, and they can help you over the phone book an appointment. Um, so other things going on tomorrow. And I think that uh, you Or today, today. You bring up a really important Sorry. point about the navigator and that I think in the early days, I was kind of um, ho-hum about people signing up for the navigator, but now it's a really important tool for people. It's, it's one place that helps us to get appointments, right? Because we know that we can go to the mass events and register people for that. So getting them signed up for the navigator is important. Um, and, you know, mm -hmm. Salisbury, Missouri is, is a town of less than 2,000 people, probably I'd say, I don't know, 45 minutes to an hour from Columbia. Um, so it's kind of in the middle of nowhere. Jill, is that, I mean, I know that there's been tons of news reports on these mass events just happening in Nowhereville. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's, that I think has been such a source of frustration for people um, in St. Louis, for sure. And, and I know I hear about frustrations in Kansas City as well. Um, you know, who has time to drive three hours to go to a town and get a vaccine? You know, these the vaccines you have to wait after to make sure you don't have a reaction. And so I I would imagine that that would be really nerve wracking for people, especially as people got older, you know, making these long drives potentially by themselves, getting a vaccine and then turning around and coming back home, especially during COVID when you're not super comfortable, like stopping and going into a restaurant and having a nice, you know, having a nice lunch and walking around town, you're sort of stuck just on this, on this road trip with no real exciting entertainment. Um, so, so yeah, that's been a, a huge issue. So Jen, can you take a moment to explain to the listeners, what does this group do to help eliminate that issue? Yeah, well, I mean, I think one of the real challenges is finding these events, but then also in different communities, sometimes we're able to find really good openings at local pharmacies and things like that. The challenge is I was explaining to one of the people in our group today that we were trying to help trying to help her and her husband find shots is that those spots literally for the pharmacies in particular, not so much the mass vaccination events, but if for the pharmacies, they can literally go in about two minutes. So we are online at midnight every night trying to grab those spots for the people that reach out to us. And I think this this woman I was chatting with just hadn't, she knew that she hadn't been able to find shots, but she just had no idea like how difficult it is to find a spot. And so we're trying to kind of do a little bit of that legwork for folks and um, help them figure it out or just help them know what their options are. Like, you know, like Jill was saying, okay, there's an event in Salisbury. Is that something you're willing or able to do? And sometimes they have family members who can um, take them, but they they don't even know where to start. So if we can just say like, are you willing to drive to Hannibal? We can probably find you a spot there and we can get them connected. Then that 
it kind of just alleviates a lot of um, the stress and like just not a lot of times you just don't know where to start. So in looking at where to start, another resource is this Missouri COVID vaccine state supplied pharmacies. Who can tell me about this map and how it, it came to be and what it really tells us? Um, well, I can tell you that I have a real obsession with putting things into Google Documents <laughs> and organizing things. So um, last, was it last week or the week before, the governor announced that they're going to change the state's weekly allocation so that 15% of our state supply is sent to local pharmacies across the state. And they published a press release and they had a PDF with all the locations. So the PDF is fine, but what if you want to sort by a city or um, try to find something that's close to you or something that's on a highway that's easy for you to navigate? So then that led to a spreadsheet and a, and a Google map to try and make that a little bit easier for folks to find where those pharmacies are. And it's important to note that those are different than the federally supplied pharmacies, which are your Walmart, CVS, Hy-Vee, Health Mart, Walgreens is coming online. Um, and those, those pharmacies get their supply directly from the federal government and not from the state. So it's two different systems. And so this map shows us the state supply of vaccines. And then I often tell people what we see on, you know, a vaccine spotter is the federal uh, is oftentimes the by mo majority the federal vaccines and that's really hard for people to grasp that we have a federal supply of vaccines coming into the state a state supply of vaccines coming in and that there's no universal place for people to go online and find these vaccines so amy can you tell me how many different tabs you might have open tonight as we go into looking for vaccines for people who have posted on the Facebook group um, to say, I need help finding a vaccine. Okay, so I'm gonna probably have four open on my computer. Um, that's where I look at the, the, the vaccine, the sheet where we keep track of the people that need a vaccine and I keep track of our chat. And then I have, um i'll have all the different pharmacies open in tabs on my phone um because i have forgotten how to type and i just have to do that all on my phone now. <laughs> but i um so i do all that on my phone but i'll have multiple um tabs of each pharmacy open so that in case there are openings i can get multiple appointments if um if we need them and I'm sure that's the case for everybody but I'll probably so I'll probably have like 20 tabs open on my phone and four on my computer and what are the sites that you're on on your phone um so I focus a lot because because I'm in St. Charles County and St. Charles County is a real vaccine desert there is so little here it is ridiculous mm -hmm. it's even worse I think than St. Louis County and St. Louis City, we have almost nothing here. So, but I know kind of the places that tend to get it. So I will watch. I watch Health Mart a lot mm -hmm. because they um, they'll have some. 
And then there is, there are like three, I think, um, medicine shop pharmacies in St. Charles County that sometimes get vaccine. Um, so I watch those really closely because um, they're a little, sometimes they're a little bit further out and not everyone is willing to travel there from like St. Louis County, but St. Charles County, it's totally doable. Like there's an Ellsbury clinic that I have gotten people into and it's an easy 30, 35 minute drive from where I live. So, so those are the ones I watch the closest because I know the geography here, I kind of focus on those, those things. With the Health Mart, for our listeners to understand, when you're logging in to try to find a pharmacy that has a vaccine, you actually have to know the zip code that that pharmacy is located in. There's not a universal list of pharmacies with vaccines on the Health Market, on the Health Mart website, but you are, we have a we have a list somebody in this group has created, and I, I'm almost going to say Jill because you create every list, but I actually think it might not have been you, Jill, to create that HealthMart zip code list. No, that was Amy G, but I took it directly from her and pasted it into my Google document immediately, and I look at that all the time. So I'm hoping to turn that into a spreadsheet and a map. That's kind of my next project because it's, I, it's really hard for me. I don't know the names of every town in Missouri. I don't know the name of every town within a hour drive of me. Like I don't, it's so hard, you know, looking at zip codes to be like, to know where that zip code actually is. And so Health Mart is different than the CVS tab is different. And, and CVS is a little bit different in that you can actually put in the state of Missouri and it'll put up, it'll pull up the places that have vaccines. Although oftentimes I think we'll all attest to, it will say that that site is full, but if you actually click on the site, you find that there may be a vaccine there. And I think it, that happen, happens more often than not actually. <laughs> yeah, They say they're yeah. full, but then you click on it and you're like, oh my gosh, where did yeah. you get all these shots? And I learned a tip today that if you can't, if it won't let you into the schedule under Missouri, because it thinks all the sites are full, you can go in under a different state that might be open. And then once you're in under that state, you can just start searching Missouri zip codes. Oh so my that's kind of like a backdoor way to find availability. So... These are just things, lessons that we've learned in helping people that there is just no way to convey all of this information to somebody who's looking for a vaccine. Jen, what are your core tabs that you have open? Well, I like both Vaccine Spotter and Vaccine Finder. They work a little bit differently, but I like using them both. Vaccine Finder, you can search by manufacturer which may not seem like a big deal, but for some people, the idea of having to travel twice to get Pfizer or Moderna is, um, is a challenge. And so one of the things that you know we've been finding is that we, we actually have a separate part on our list of folks we're looking for that just want J&J. There's not a lot of Johnson & Johnson out there. But this can sometimes help them get help us figure out where we might target to look for those. Um, yeah, those are probably you know my go tos. I um, I'm a big fan of 
IV because I think IV is doing a like both the major metropolitan areas in Missouri are really suffering from a lack of shots. Um, I think that maybe Kansas City is doing a little bit better than St. Louis. And if that's true, I think it's because they've got high Vs. And I, I don't really understand, Jill maybe can speak to more of this, like how, how the federal program decides who they give shots to, but high Vs both in the Columbia area and in the Kansas City area seem to have um, spots pop open pretty frequently. So I keep my eye on that one a lot. I always have Walmart open and we kind of have our go-to Walmarts that we try to hit up every night at midnight. And so I would say that those are my main ones that I have open um, typically. I think for me, what, so I got into an interesting Facebook discussion with a friend of mine from grad school who lives in Wisconsin. And he, like what I was telling him about what Missouri is experiencing blew his mind. So I'm really fascinated by the difference from state to state about how vaccine rollout is going. And he basically said like the worst he had heard in his part of Wisconsin, which is Northeast Wisconsin, was people having to drive 15 minutes. So pretty much if you were in the tier, you could go to your local pharmacy where you pick up your blood pressure medicine and get a shot. Like it, it literally seems like there is pretty flawless and it's rolling out so well that they're moving the dates up for when they release the next tier because they've got shots ready to put in arms and they're ready to roll it out. And when I explained it to him and he and I both went to grad school together for political science. So we're really interested in a lot of how things like this work. It just, it just blew his mind. So just in the last minutes, because we have a ticking clock of hopping on our vaccine sites. So when we ask people uh, about getting a vaccine, we ask them the distance they're able to travel, willingness up to four hours, right, in range and their time availability. And that really determines how fast we can get them a vaccine. I have to say there's a group of nine women working on this together um, behind the scenes. Um, anybody disagree that if we get somebody on the list without an egregious ask, and when I say egregious ask, it means that they don't want a specific vaccine on a specific day of the week, that we are turning these around in about 24 hours, meaning we get them an appointment within 24 hours, and it's typically within the next seven days. Does that sound about right? Yeah. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. Yeah, and it wasn't really Absolutely. that way so much for St. Louis area, but it's getting, I think we're learning more tricks and they're getting more vaccine. Right. Yeah, and I'm afraid for us to disclose too many of our tricks so that we can't keep helping <laughs> others, but in the, the spirit of making sure that everybody has access to this vaccine, um, I, I think that, you know, it's just going to be a struggle. And as we open more tiers, it will become even more of a struggle. So signing off. Thank you guys so much. I will see you online getting vaccines for um, people. And it, it's so nice to finally get to talk to you guys for the first time. Thanks, Thanks so Jenny. much for Thanks having us, Jenny. Yeah. See ya. All right. Thank you so much for that great conversation, Jenny. Do you have anything to add before we have to go? We have about two minutes. I would say that I know that group of women was up until 2 p.m. or 2 a.m. last night and has been for the last 
many nights. Wow. They are happy to help anybody in the state of Missouri get a vaccine. If you are not on Facebook, you can call me personally. My phone number is 573-999-2641, and we will help to get you signed up. If you are in the current tier, I do want to be clear, we are not helping anybody outside of the current tier, but we know how hard the struggle is and want to make sure that all of our Missouri residents who qualify are vaccinated if they wish to be. Thank you, Mallory. Yeah, thank you, Jenny. And thank you for all of the extra work that you're putting in on top of your day job, on top of volunteering for KOPN to help um, get vaccine access, you know, increased in our region. So thank you. All right. That's it for today's edition of Community Pulse. Special thanks to our guests today for, like I said, all of their volunteer work to increase vaccine access in our region and beyond. If you missed part of this program or want to share it with your friends, you can find it later today at KOPN.org and also on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. As always, we invite you to share your questions with us as we plan for future episodes. You can leave a message at 573-874-1139 or email gm at kopn.org. And as always, you can catch the show again live on Monday at 9 a.m. with host Dr. Elizabeth Alleman, and she will be interviewing Representative Martha Stevens about COVID liability, Medicaid expansion, and lots of other topics that are certainly relevant to us today. One more announcement before we head to the next show. Tonight at 7 p.m. on KOPN's Farm and Fiddle, we will remember Vesta Johnson, one of the first women to play fiddle in public for dances and contests. Vesta passed away on March 7th at the age of 97. Tonight at 7, you can hear Vesta's music as well as a rare interview with her from the Farm and Fiddle archives. As one of the pioneers for women in the old-time music world, Vesta will be greatly missed, but tonight her mighty legacy will be celebrated. We certainly appreciate you sharing your morning with us here on KOPN 89.5 FM. 51% is up next. Stay tuned.